oh, you know, my stuff doesn't look like everybody else's. You know, I feel kind of, right, different. Um, My pictures don't look like everybody else. You know, I just, I'm like, maybe I don't know the industry well enough. And and she was like, what? She says, you know what? I'm going to tell you this advice and please listen to me. And I did. Um, And she said, don't ever change who you are for everybody else. Don't ever do that. She goes, the way that you take your pictures, the, the, the colors that you choose, don't do it. Just stay true to who you are because we don't need another artist like somebody else. Joe, you're ready now. Joe, the sky's the limit. Joe, leave it all behind. And Joe, just go for it. Joe, if you can dream it. Joe, together we can do Hi guys, good morning. Welcome. I'm glad you guys are back here today in the podcast. We're going to have the artist Rita Barakat. She's an artist educated and encourager. And I think you guys are going to be blessed. If you are wondering around if you can make your art and be your own creative style. I think today episode Rita is going to show us that it is possible. Let's get going. I'm so excited to actually to be talking to you today. And uh, we're just talking about being girls and being artists and have a purple hair. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, was just talking about how it's just important for us to connect as an artist and that people as human. And when I saw, I met you in that night, it was the craft night. Kathy is so good about bringing people together. Like, is. wow. So we get to meet through Kathy that night and I was like there's something about Rita that really connects to me and there was one one of the things that also called my attention is like how much of a brand you're so strong in bringing your brand to your page like basically you're saying this is what I like this is what I want to show this is who I am that mm-hmm. it was really attracted to me. And I was like, I want to know more about this woman. I want to know her <laughs> story. I want to know what she's all about it. So Rita, welcome. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> so it's, it's just a pleasure. So tell us your story. So my story is, um, I've always done art, even when I was little. Uh, My mom was a school secretary, so she always had us with tons of art supplies. And I was the only girl, so I was always doing art, and usually by myself, right, because the boys were doing their own thing, and um, I was doing my own thing. And um, as I got older, we had, had a single mom. So she, uh, we moved a lot. So we lived in a lot of apartments and we weren't allowed to paint the walls or do anything like that, Um, you know, because... We want to get that deposit back. <laughs> so when I grew up and got married, um, we bought our first house. I painted every single wall. I not only painted it, I painted murals in every single room. I mean, I just kind of went crazy. And I know my husband was like, every time he came home from work, he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> but he was very supportive and he's like, okay, whatever. And um, I remember the first time I was so proud I did Uh, my daughter's room and I did all the walls. Uh, I did the little mermaid 
uh, half of the room was underwater with fishes and the whole nine yards and the other half was uh, above, you know, the sky and, and land and all the stuff. And I was just so proud of that room. And so I was showing all the neighbors, I'm like, come to my house. <laughs> and that's where it, it started. Out. Yeah. And that's wow. where it started. And people were like, Oh, can we hire you to do my house? Can we hire you to do this? And then it started, um, then businesses were calling me. It was just like word of mouth. Wow. Yeah. And so I've done, I've done like children's hospitals. I've done a lot of different things. So it just kind of went from there. Um, but then fast forward, uh, quite a few years after doing all of this, because if you know, you know, when you're doing big, big walls, um, I have surgery on both wrists from doing that. Yeah. So I was out for a while and I had, um, both wrist surgery, um, and I'm like, okay, I can't keep doing these big giant <laughs> murals and that kind of a thing. And so then I started scaling that down. And um, and then the blog world happened. You know, I, I got a blog. I got a call from Faber-Castell. And I was like, is this real? What is this? <laughs> and I almost deleted the email. And um, wow. I, I didn't. I checked her out. And sure enough, uh, then I, so I worked with them for about seven years. Um, as independent contractor, contractor and artist, um, for so them. What is, is favorite pastel? Sorry for my, it gives no. not knowing, but so all of your, um, if you've seen, um, all your, your pencils, your mm-hmm. color pencils, your chalk pencils, all of those, um, Faber Castell is like, to me, it's the top of the line of your, Wow. of your pencils and they also have gelatos and I don't know if you've heard a lot of people use gelatos those are also from Faber-Castell it's just the whole line um fantastic out of Germany oh wow so you start just oh my gosh yeah so that was really exciting like a big breakthrough for you yes because that was like okay wow somebody's like serious like somebody who works with artists all the time um, and I think before that, I really didn't call myself an artist. I just did what I did. Yeah. Wow. I just did it because it was so fun. And I just, I just loved doing it. Um, but then after that, it was like, oh, well, okay, maybe I am an artist. <laughs> That's so interesting. And that you, you're truly an artist. I mean, if you Isn't have this, and that's the thing, if you have this like calling ancients, yes. so I want to paint the walls you are artists, you know what I mean? Right. You have to just man choosing how you're going to manifest that. Exactly. What media you're going to use that for that. Right. And uh, I relate to that because I, I always lived as a rental. And when I bought my first house, I think I changed the wall in the living room about like three times a year. So I'll be like, oh, this is time for this trees and this is time for this. Right. You know, and because of that, that calling to create and you are looking for like, where can I do that? Like, what is the meaning right. which I'm going to just release this calling, release this, you know, desire to create. Now, how did you became such a strong brand about what you like in the colors that you have and the colors of your hair. What, what is the story behind that? So the brand came when I started in the industry, in the craft industry. Mm-hmm. Um, oops, sorry. Let me turn my phone off. Money. Um, when Money. I got the, 
<laughs> I know, right? Mute. Um, yeah, when I got into the craft industry, um, they talked a lot about brand. And I will say that there was um, a gal who I love, and she was one of the ones that she sought me out right away. And she's like, and I was, um, she had a kit club. And so I was working with her with her kit club. And, and I told her, I made a comment. Oh, you know, my stuff doesn't look like everybody else's. You know, I feel kind of right. Different. Um, my yeah. pictures don't look like everybody else. You know, I just, I'm like, maybe I don't know the industry yeah. well enough. And, and she was like, what? She says, you know what? I'm going to tell you this advice and please listen to me. And I did. Um, and she said, don't ever change who you are for everybody else. Don't ever do that. She goes, the way that you take your pictures, the, the, the colors that you choose, don't do it. Just stay true to who you are because we don't need another artist like somebody, right? Oh, yeah. We don't, we don't need, we don't need to copy somebody else. There's so much room for everybody's um, talent and their creativity. Yeah. And I thought that was the best advice to this day that I ever got. And so I, I've stuck to that. And, and there have been times that I've turned things down and I was like, oh, should I have turned that down? But because they were trying to get me to fit into this little box and I'm yeah. like, that's, don't that's ask not, me. That's not who I that's am. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going right. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. If you try to make me paint the face, the nose is here, the eyes is here. I'm not. <laughs> hey, well, there's always Picasso, right? <laughs> right, thanks. See, he was who he's called to be, and he. That's he, right. That's right. But this is and just. Some people love it. Right. I think this is such a great advice and really hits at home, Rita, because that's all we really need as an artist is just be who we are. Right. Oh, so good. And somebody always, you're going to find your people that like you. And then they're going to be people that don't like you. And that's okay because they like somebody else. So they like this type of art or that type of art. And I think that's just the way, not only in art, but in life, you know, I tell my kids, um, you know, you need to be yourself and some people are going to love you. And some people are not going to like you for whatever reason. And it doesn't matter. That doesn't mean you have to change and you shouldn't have to change. Wow. That's so great. Yeah. So you start doing self portraits. (laughs) 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 Tell me about that. (laughs) Well, I did a whole, I did a year because faces were the thing that I could I just couldn't grasp it and couldn't get it right or realistic looking. Really? So I took a year, one year, where I did all faces, and that's all I did. Oh, wow. I kid you not. I have a whole journal of just faces, and I was determined to get it right. You did it, determined. And I mean, it's just... That was the this, best thing. I- it's just, look, it's just so beautiful. I just love hair, lady. Like, so that was basically the struggle you had. You had a struggle with that. Yeah. The faces were the struggle. And then when I was doing the hair, I got so bored of doing 
brown, blonde, black, right? Yeah. Gray. I mean, there really yeah. aren't, you know, that many colors. I love color. Yeah. I've always loved color. So all of my girls, I mean, they just have some kind of funky, crazy color. Yeah. And then one year I had somebody ask me, why do you, why do you have black hair? Cause I have naturally black hair. Um, and your girls all have color. And I said, that is a good question. Wow. <laughs> really? Oh, and so I'm like, okay, that's it. I have black hair now. <laughs> so you've been dying it. That was it. Yeah. Some shade of purple or blue. And you know, <laughs> that's just who I am. And I know that like, when you're with a lot of creatives, that's normal. It's very normal. Price. It's very normal. Yeah. When you go to the store or the grocery, like the grocery store, or you go to, uh, when <laughs> I first started dying, because it was way before it was super popular. Um, yeah, I didn't get looks. <laughs> before like, that's okay. Yeah. What, what and I forget. And I'm like, why are they looking at me so crazy? And then I'm like, oh, okay. it's the hair. It's the hair. I know. I used, I used, <laughs> I used to go to grocery store with my apron because I forgot I was wearing the apron. Right. Right. And people, like, people are like, oh, are you doing a project today? And I'll be like, what are you talking about? Like, I do a project every day. Like, you know, like, or if I have paint all over the arms like this paint yes all over my arms on my clothes and I don't even notice anymore yes yes <laughs> I walked around like glitter glitter on my head oh my gosh that's paint just the life that's just the life of the creator we are pretty much all the same we have the same heart so now that you started making those faces that became something that you were really your heart was really calling yeah. to do that yeah how did you I chose love- how did you chose who to draw? Um, they are actually, they're not anybody. They're, it just comes okay. and I just do it. Because what that I didn't want to do, um, that I was determined not to do, was I didn't want to copy anybody else's style. Thank you. Yes. And so I'm like, okay, I want to make it made up. And so, but now I'm shifting into making sure that I can do both. Yeah. Right. So now I can take a picture, I can take a portrait and be able to render that into a painting. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm taking a class right now, <laughs> um, you know, doing more realistic. And so that's, you're wow. going to see a whole lot more of that because I want to blend the two, but I love, I love people. I love working with women. I work with a lot of women cause I teach a lot of classes um, not so, so much now because COVID, of course, but I loved um, talking to them and hearing their heart and seeing how amazing they are, even when they don't think they are. And I'm thinking, are you nuts? You are amazing, you know, in your world. I mean, what you're doing is fantastic. And and so I love, and I think that that's what it is about the face is that to me, it's just like these people, these women that are so strong and and they just have so much to offer. And I think in general, I have this whole thing about women and, and they have this thing like they're not good enough or they're not strong enough or they're not doing anything. And I'm like, you're raising babies. That's everything. 
you know, in that season, that is everything, but I've been there, done that. And I know how it is. And, and so I guess that's why I'm just really drawn to the faces Mm -hmm. to -hmm. people. I I just, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. And you also have like, um, quotes, which I absolutely live by and I adore quotes. And then your last post on Instagram says, um, I am who's, who you say I am. Can you just tell us a little bit about your blog, about the devotional aspect and how that came about? Yes. Yeah, so um, this year, you know, we all hit COVID and everything, but at the beginning of the year, I actually was, um, I was out. I fell down a flight of stairs. Wow. I broke my, I broke my foot and sprained oh. my ankle. Yeah. And I couldn't walk on it for over a month. Oh, wow. On the bed. <laughs> and, you know, it's very, like we talked about earlier about, um, you know, when you're not with people and you're not talking to others and you're in your own little world, I was a month in bed and it was horrible. And it was just, just a bad time. Um, not just physically, you know, when you're physically in pain and then that, and, um, I just, and then after, right when I got better was when COVID hit. Uh That's right. When I, yeah. Right. I mean, literally like two weeks after I was able to walk and go out and, and actually put weight on my foot. Now now (laughs) I have to stay home. Now I have to stay home. Exactly. Exactly. And so, but I will say that during that time, I -hmm. feel like God prepared me for COVID Mm -hmm. um, because I was going stir crazy. I was going stir crazy already. And I really, um, when you're in that place, right. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to get down. It's very easy to start thinking about all these crazy things. Um, well, you're probably never going to get better. Well, you're probably never, you know, well, what if that doctor's wrong? You're never going to walk on that foot again. What if you can't walk again? What if you can't be, you know, do what you normally do, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, the life that you lead and the, in things that you take for granted and you start getting all this stuff in your head and you start believing these lies and it's not true. And I, I just, and I talk to so many women in classes too, and, and I hear them and they say things and they say it like as a joke. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, Whoa, don't speak that about yourself mm-hmm. because it's not true. Please don't, you know, when, when we say something like, Oh, I look fat in this dress or, Oh, mm-hmm you know, I, I didn't, I didn't feel really pretty or, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the things that, that we have internalized and that we have taken these things and being in that place, I'm like, I have to do something. And so I just started really praying and really praying hard and <laughs> really studying, um, because I was home and I wasn't doing it. There was any, there wasn't anything else. I couldn't go into the studio. I couldn't get up and paint. I couldn't get out of bed, but wow. I can read right? I could read. And so reading and learning and, and really studying and, and going, you know what? I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. And I really just felt like the Lord was telling me, you need to do, you need to do a devotional. You need to do it for women. And that's where two the faces are coming into play because all of these women just represent people. And people tell me all the time, oh, that looks just like my daughter. Oh, that looks just like my niece. Oh, that looks just like my granddaughter. 
Um, and I don't know where these faces are coming from. And now I'm like, okay, well, maybe they're coming from God. And so I'm putting these faces in the book with scripture is telling people, this is what God says about you. This is who you are in Christ. This is who you are because we have to replace those lies, right? That we internalize, that we believe, even if somebody just said something to you off the cuff, you think about it, right? And you hold on to it and we go over it and over and over it. And guess what? Eventually we believe it as truth. Right. And it's not true. That's not what God, God doesn't look at us and go, you're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not smart enough. You're not talented. Enough. He never says that. Never, 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 never does he say that. Uh, I always felt like, oh my goodness. And I, I always felt like that you have something to share and I did not know a specific what, but it's just, it's touching me. This is so wonderful. You are, you have a great <laughs> message. You, yes. you deliver this message with such a authority. It's like, it's like you lived it before. I've been there. I believed it. You know, I, if I listened to those messages, I would never, I would never paint it. You know, at the same time, I was getting the supplies, right, from my mom. She was saying, oh, but that's not a, you can't do that. That's just fun on the side. That's not, a, you know, you can't do that for a living. You have to go to school. You have to do something. Yeah. You've got to find a business. You've got to earn your degree. You've got to figure out what you're going to do with your life. And it can't be art. Wow. Really? Right? Wow. Side, I'm like, that's the way that I was made. You're made that, yes. And I yes. couldn't help myself. So all this time for years, I'm fighting the way I was made, trying to earn this degree in a different, you know. <laughs> and it's just like, you know why? God is not going to make you a certain way. And then you're going to go the opposite way to try to make a living because you'll be miserable. And I was miserable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it was, you know, and so we have to, it's just, it's good. It, you have to know what the word says. You have to know. You have to know what God says about you. You have to know. And so I pulled out, I'm telling you, I went for months where I have this book and I have it downstairs, but um, I wrote every single scripture about what God says about us. Every I single one. And I, I wrote it out because, and I, and so that the concept for the devotional is to figure out the lies that you're believing and then finding the scripture to combat that lie in your head. Wow. And that so, is like, so powerful yeah. because you know what? It, that makes a huge impact in your art and what you want right. to communicate and who you are as a person and to know that there was a voice inside of you this whole time. Yeah. And the lies were that you can do art as a living, you can be different, you cannot have a purple hair, you cannot yeah. do this. And and it frees, there's something about really liberating and like set you free when you're like, you know what, that's who I am. And, and like, when doors start to open for you and your gift, and all of a sudden, like your gift is healing other people. Right. And then all of a sudden, like your 
tents start to enlarge and the places that you go grow and and everyone gets to know who is Rita and what she's about. Right. You know, I love that you're saying like, hey, that you have this calling about bringing in, you know, empower people, yeah. empower women, and you connect with people through your art. Right. Through your art. Now, now here's what I want to ask you is, what is your vision and goal? How do you see... Where do you see your business going five years from now? Five years from now. <laughs> Dream big. Well, Dream big, girl. Yeah, we're we're ready. We are, um, I really feel like I'm at a, because of all this happened, I, I feel like I'm at a definitely at that crossroads, right? And so I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to take a step. And I will tell you that every time I've taken one step, then, okay, then another door opens. Then I take that step, then another door opens. Um, just being obedient and and trying to do that, and so um, it's it's changing. So I feel like yeah. my shit changing, the business is changing. So where I was doing a lot of uh, crafting before, it's like I'm kind of just moving into just art, um, which is where I started. But remember, I was told art is not a business. <laughs> wow. And so I had that mindset that, okay, well, I better do crafts or I better do this or I better do whatever, you know, the industry is looking at and what, what does the industry want and what does the industry need? And the truth is, is that, that I did finally get to the point where I'm like, no, I just need to do what I'm called and it is the art. And, and so I do see that, um, it, it is the art, but I think it is also speaking to women and speaking to their hearts and encouraging them and just loving on them, you know? And I think that we need that. We need that as a people. I think there's just enough garbage going on that we need somebody to do. We need a lot of women to come together and start doing the positive things and remembering who we are as women and saying, you know, you do this, you do this in your town, you do this in your town, you do this in your town. And can you imagine the change that we could make Pretty tremendous. Pretty tr no, it's just, it's tremendous. So for the people that are driving right now and they are uh, exercising and they feel completely discouraged because they don't see a way to make their art or figure out how to live their dream, what will be the encouraged words that you have for them right now? Take the first step. So whatever... And, and, you know, every day take a little, a little bit more, a little bit more. So if that means that you're not doing any art right now, maybe your first step is just, just do some art, not for anybody else. And, and I tell a lot of my students too, that's, what's great about an art journal. You don't have to show it to anybody. Nobody has to see it, but you. So get an art journal and just start doing some art in there. Whatever comes to mind, even if you just put color on the page. Um, even if it's 15 minutes, mm -hmm. who doesn't have 15 minutes? Everybody mm -hmm. has 15 minutes, Yeah, you know, every day and every day. And it will start to add up. And what will happen is, is because if that's your heart and that's your passion, whatever it is, you're going to make room for that. And the more that you do it, the more you're like, oh, you know, this makes me feel really good. And this fulfills something in me. And you know, and in doing art for me, um, we've got five kids, 
and yeah, we, we have five kids now, two are adults now. Thank you, Jesus. Um, and three are, uh, were adopted special needs. And so there were times that I needed to do art (laughs) to calm myself down from the day. You know, I got those kids in bed and I was like, I, I just need to do something for me and just a little bit of art just so that I can calm myself down. Right. Because sometimes even when we're, when everything is going, 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 and we live such crazy, busy lives, mm-hmm. even trying to sit down and read something is difficult. Yeah. Yep. So if it calms you down, you know, if it's your, if that's your calling and that's your bet, it's going to fulfill that, that place. And so I would say just do a little bit every day, a little bit of something, make a oh, step. That's, that's so great. Cause it's the baby steps. Yes. You know, our baby doesn't come out and says, where is my bike? Right. <laughs> you know, the baby has to get to the process of growing and getting strong and then start walking and then you get right. to running and all that. So, um, you are a Latina woman. Yes. Where Where is your origin? Where is your family? I was born in Puerto Rico. Uh-huh. Very, very small town called Lajas. Um, and so, yes, my people are there. But my people are everywhere. My people are in Florida. There <laughs> we go. Are so true. That's right. <laughs> New York. <laughs> That's know. right. Yeah. Do you bring a lot of your the things that you remember as a child to your art? I don't, I was really little. I, I think I was three when we moved to California. Okay. So um, for me, it was more of searching. And like when I went to high school, I actually did a proposal uh, for my teachers saying, okay, um, can I take this month if I go to Puerto Rico and research my roots and do like a family tree and do this and um could I do this instead of this other thing that they were doing special? And uh, it was approved. And I went for a month and spent time with my family and, and learned, you know, um, that I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were in California, they had a lot of Puerto Rican festivals, which was really fun because uh, the food I grew up with, that's, I mean, that is the food it's that amazing. I grew up with. So yeah. I love Puerto Rican food. And so, um, you know, so it's kind of like, you know, you still want to have that culture and yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's your yeah. background. Yeah. yeah. If that's who you are. Um, I love what you said that. Can you tell us about your classes? Can you tell us about what do you do? When do you do? Where can people find you for that? So if you go to readabaracat.com, you will see there's a classes page there. And right now, um, because of COVID, of course, we're not doing the shows, that kind of a thing. Right. Um, but I will always put it on there. I also have um, an email that goes out. And you, if you go to readabaracat.com, you can find where it says sign up. Um, and that will always, that always gives like, okay, this is where I'm going to be. Or, you know, because sometimes I'm speaking um, at different shows or whatever. Wow. Um, of course, everything's right now. But um, that will give you the classes page will give you the classes. The email will give you if I am, because sometimes it's not a class because sometimes I'm, I'm just speaking. Wow. Um, but, wow. but I do. All so so well. you're, so you're speaking. It's you're, you really get into when you go, you just go for speaking. Right. For, yeah. or for, yeah. Or for both. Like I'll do like one day is, is a workshop and then another day is speaking. Um, 
And right now it's been speaking on, I've been doing speaking on um, business and that, but I really want to get to the point where, no, I want to, I want to speak to women. Mm -hmm. I want to speak about encouragement. I want to speak life and to people to say, you can, you can do your dreams and you can, you can have what you want. And and if you're created a certain way, do it, go for it. This is incredible. This is incredible. Um, what is the for the your favorite quote right now? What is do you have a phrase that you live by that you like always remember this phrase or do you have a favorite quote that you like it now? I have a lot of different ones. It depends who I'm talking to. <laughs> okay, that's that's good. Yeah, it just depends. Um, I, I don't. I. Right now, I'm completely drawing a blank. That's okay. No, you do. You're amazing. You're amazing. Okay, so um, so people can find you on Facebook too for every Monday the free artsy. They can go to your website and figure it out where you're gonna be, where you're gonna be, and follow you and get to know you. Um, in this season. And this season in your calling right now as an encourager, as an encourager caller, do you feel that um, this calling about encouraging and equipping women, do you feel is to also call women to create art and liberate them from like, oh, your art is so different. Do you feel that has to do with the art world? Okay. Wow. Yeah, I think that they're they're connected because I and I don't always um because I hear all the time I'm not creative. Oh yeah. everybody's creative. Yeah. I think everybody's creative. I agree. You know, it just may look different yeah. than somebody else. So what? Yeah. Everybody is creative. Yeah. And I, I like hear that, that all the time. And it makes me so sad because that to me tells me that somebody told them somewhere, yeah, that's not good. And oh, I yeah. think that is so cruel. I agree. I agree. And and, and even myself as an artist, I, I had situations growing up that people are like, oh, your paintings are not that great, you know? And right. And uh, it's like, if you choose to believe. I think every artist. Yeah. Every artist has a bad painting. I'm sorry, but we do. We have <laughs> art that we're like. We don't want to show anybody. Oh, well, so they true. saw that. We do have <laughs> everybody it. Everybody does. Everybody does. We do we have do. it. And so yes. I just, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that it's just that what people say to each other. And I think that sometimes we don't realize what we're saying. Yeah. Could really tear somebody down. And it makes me so sad. Because yeah. the words have so much power. Right. Oh, you're amazing, Rita. You're so incredible. <laughs> I am so honored to meet you here, to have this time with you. So, so happy about this. I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your story. You're incredible. I hope everyone follows you and get to know you and come enjoy your class and listen to the words of encouragement that you have to give so quickly. Thank you. Thank you.